Welcome back to a Love Like This podcast. We are so glad you are here. Join us as we share the stories, memories, and messages that help shape not just our lives, but the lives of our incredible guests. Together with some of our amazing friends, inspirations, and teachers, we bring you stories of faith journeys, life lessons, and advice, all centered around building an abundant life. You have a place here, you have a purpose here. So here we go. So this week we invited our big sister Mia back onto the podcast. With the cozy cool weather quickly approaching, we spent a lot of time walking and talking by campfires and a lot of what we spoke about today we wanted to share with you all because these are things that we've spoken in conversation together about. Here are the five biggest time wasters that we have noticed in our lives. This could be different for you, but this is what we've noticed in our lives. First one is people, emotions, activities, devices and idleness. So keep on listening to see how you can invest your time more wisely. Well, good morning, everybody. It is currently eight o'clock in the morning and us three girls are sitting around these microphones with a cup of coffee in our hands. So hi, Paige. Hi, Mia. Hey, twins. (laughs) All right, you guys. Of course, we figured Mia would be a perfect guest to have on the show today because we are going to be talking all about time. And what did you say before, Paige? how we use our time and how we waste our time. Yeah, yeah, and investing time wisely. So let's get into it. So I'm gonna start off by reading a devotional because I figured it'd be a great place to start and give us all a really good frame of mind before we get into this discussion. So this devotional is from the Thrive Bible and it says, invest time wisely. Beloved child, through Christ, I have given you the power to do all things, but I have not called you to do everything. I've given you people with various gifts and talents so that you can focus on the important work that I have assigned for you. Look at where you're investing your time and your talents that I've given you and live wisely. Anything I have asked you to do, I've given you the grace to do it. If the grace is not there, come to me and make sure that what you are doing is what I have called you to do. Don't carry the things that aren't yours to carry. Give them to me. Live out your life doing the things that I have called you to do. Living one season at a time. Your time and talents are of value to God. In order to step into your calling, which will change in different seasons of life, you will need to learn to discern what you can't do and what distracts you or drains you. Then you can be free to do what you have been called to do. Look at what season of life you're in right now and live it where you're needed most. You can't do everything, so do what no one else but you can do. How good is that? That Trillion. is so good. I was nodding my head that whole time. <laughs> I know you were. You like put your hands on you like, this is me. Yes. <laughs> I feel like we have two really good examples. Paige and I are great at wasting time and you're great at overusing time. Overusing time. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. So even. we've broken down this episode into five different time wasters. I, I feel like there's kind of five key ways that people waste time. And some of them will probably make a lot of sense. And some of them you'll probably be like, oh, I didn't even realize that that was a time waster. What's number one? Number one is people. Mm. We tend to waste a lot of time with people who don't really do much to build us up or make us better. Yeah, it's kind of crazy too when you think about it. It's like, I mean, I know particularly if you're a Christian or not a Christian, you you spend a lot of time with people, right? You're communicating with people. But I think it's important to really look at the people who are around you and figure out if they're feeding you or if they're draining you. Because, Mm. yeah, you're around people all the time. And, I mean, I feel like if, if people are draining you, then they're not the right people for you. And I also feel like you have to invest in the people who generally want to be around you and generally want to know who you are as a person and make a friendship or a relationship with you because you could be wasting time with people who, you know, don't even care about you 
mm-hmm. but there are people who want to spend time with you who generally care about you. Yeah, I think like as a, well, whether you're a Christian or not, like you said, Abby, like I think the way that you can kind of discern who the people you should be spending time with with R. Okay, you look at it as if, okay, are these people bringing me closer to God or are they leading me further away from yeah, you? Yeah, you ask yourself a list of questions. Yeah. And I mean, that might totally resonate with people. If it doesn't, I guess another way you could look at it is- Like, are they like, bringing me joy? Yeah, are they bringing me joy? Are they making me a better version of um, myself? myself? Yeah. So yeah. I think it's really important that we always like do an audit of the people we're <laughs> spending <laughs> time with. Yeah. Like honestly, yeah. it's really important that 100%, we do that. Because cause you could totally lose yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that, I think as well, you should hold close to the people who want to invest in you, but also hold, like sometimes it's okay to hold people close who you want to invest in because you can lead them to being a better version of themselves as well. That yeah. is so true. That is so good. And yeah, I guess like a healthy relationship, it's like give and take and so you know, it's beneficial for both people. So if you're bringing out the best in someone, they're probably going to be bringing out the best in you as well. What's number two? Number two, emotions. This is so good. (laughs) This is so powerful. Mm. I feel like under emotions, the first thing that comes to my head is how much time we waste, like overthinking and worrying about things that we shouldn't even be worrying Mm. about, thinking about. Mm. I I waste a lot of time doing that. Me too. I feel like I waste, particularly, oh my gosh, even a few weeks ago, I was like overthinking so much and I think a lot of people will be able to resonate with this as well and then when you overthink or worry I feel like my instant quick fix is to go on my phone I don't know why maybe it's because our human desire is like you want like community but you go to your phone to do it mm-hmm. I know that's the next one but um emotionally talking yeah. I think when I'm overthinking that's my quick fix and it's such a waste of time when you, you think about it yeah it's a waste of time overthinking like do not be anxious about anything. It says it in the Bible. I don't have to overthink. It's not my position to do that. Yeah. So, I mean, it actually is a waste of time because if you're overthinking, for me, I overthink, I guess I go too far in the past or too far in the future and it stresses me out and gives me so much anxiety. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because it's like, I physically don't have the ability to to see that. To see that. So, why, do I, so why waste time doing it? What are, what are other emotions that you waste time on? Oh, for me, it's like anxiety and fear of what's to come. Mm. Even do though you, I do you say a lot of what ifs? Yeah, yeah. And it's such a dangerous cycle because you just like spiral downwards and yeah. like one negative thought turns into a thousand others. Mm-hmm. But something that's kind of helped me and something I'd love to share with the people listening is this verse because it just brings so much peace to my heart. It's Proverbs. <laughs> Where are you at? Where are you at? What is it? It's Proverbs 4.23. And I'm sure you guys will probably know this verse. It's a pretty classic one. But it's guard your heart above all else for it's the source of life. And mm. another translation, which I love, says be careful about what you think because your thoughts run your life. Yeah. Oh, See how mind and heart Powerful. go hand in hand? Yeah. See yeah. how it says guard your heart for it is the source of everything but how do you guard your heart like what do you guys do to practically do that I do a lot of praying (laughs) do a lot of praying no I think as well I think it's that knowingness that like my heart belongs to 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 God that's where he lives that's where he dwells that's my covering for it but I think through a lot of prayer and it's crazy what you said too pointing out how your heart and mind literally are linked don't you think that's wild As well, I think for me, like a big thing with guarding my heart and what I always try to do is like when you're kind of in, like when you're really listening closely and being guided by Holy Spirit, or if you're not a Christian, you don't know what that is. Maybe you can think of it as like your intuition or just like 
when you really feel something on your heart, <laughs> yeah. um, I feel like like you always know when something doesn't feel right. And when you're thinking those negative thoughts, you feel it pulling on your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's really easy to spiral downward. So I think we really need to be in tune with that feeling um, so that when you do feel those things, you can like stop yourself in your, in your tracks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like just write, to- write down those verses and let that be the rule, I guess. Yeah. Over, over yeah. that area. And I guess like um, with that whole thing about bleeding your thinking life in too far in the future, too far in the, too far in the past, too, does that make sense? <laughs> too far back. Too far back, something, yeah. whatever. Um, There's, I have to read Ecclesiastes. I wanted to read Ecclesiastes 5. <clears throat> I actually don't know what verse this is. It's all kind of a shamble right I now. I feel like we're all just like sharing because we all just like came from our bedrooms after having quiet times. So yeah. Like- no, but it's like, yes, we should make the most of what God gives, both the bounty and the capacity to enjoy it, accepting what's given and delighting in the work. It's God's gift. God deals out joy in the present, the now. Mm. And then says it's useless to brood over how long we might live for. Mm, that's so good. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think as well that goes so perfectly. Like I forget what the quote was, but I did hear this thing one time where it's like depression is you living in the past and anxiety is living is you living in the yeah, future. 100%. And we totally forget about the present. Yeah, <laughs> and you'll like, miss you it. you think about it and you go through and like if you wrote down every single thought that you had, mm. you would probably realise that you're either – thinking about things that have happened and how they're impacting your life now or what could happen in the future and how that's impacting your life now. And we need to like literally stop thinking about those things and focus on being in the present. And I feel like the only way or one of the best ways you can do that is to like go to your Bible. That's honestly where I feel like time slows down for me and I'm just like so in the moment. Or just finding the things that truly ground you. Mm-hmm. Like I know for me, I've gotten off into him or whatever and we'll get into that later, but it's true when when you say like just put your feet in the grass, just be present, just be here. Science, like there's science to back that up, that like when you are barefoot in the grass, it like. Mm. And what's something practical that people can do to discern whether or not they're wasting their time with their emotions? Well, I mean, I feel like you, you know it in your spirit. Like you, Mm -hmm. I think the hardest part of it is like, you know, automatically if you're like, um, overthinking, overthinking or, or feeling depressed or whatever it is. So like the hardest thing is like finding the circuit breaker. So Mm -hmm. whether it's like you said, going to the grass or going to a mountain, whatever it is for you, you need to do that thing. And that's often the hardest thing. But sometimes you push on the get brakes. out of yourself as well. Yeah. Like just get out. Like be for me, it's being with you guys. Like being with other people helps me so much just to get out of my own head. Yeah. So the next one is devices. <laughs> devices. This is so good. I mean, devices doesn't necessarily have to be what you automatically think of, like your phone, Instagram, Facebook, social media. I mean, it can be other things like the news or whatever kind of way that you, I mean, I guess you could call it a vice as well. I guess mm. things, I think things that are like distracting that you're wasting your time on. Yeah. Going back to the devotional, it's like, it's, it's really comes back to looking at what is the things that are distracting me or draining me. And usually those two things go hand in hand. Mm. I know for me that when you can spend hours on your phone, it can be distracting and draining at the same time. So then it's just getting practical of being like, I don't need this anymore. I don't need to be distracted. I don't want to be drained. So just put a I've never it. felt better. I mean, I've been disabled our Instagram accounts and been like, <laughs> what, like three days, four days? It feels so good. I feel so good. Yeah. So you think that distractions lead to 
drain in mm-hmm. a way. So like whatever we're distracted by will be drained by. That is mm-hmm. so good. I feel like that for me. So I was so heavily invested in the news and like watching what was going on yeah. like here and overseas. And it was taking t- such a toll on my mindset. And I kind of just slipped away from it for a couple of weeks. I didn't really pay much attention to it. And in that time, I really realized like how much this distraction, like spending so much time reading or watching the news was actually draining me emotionally. And you're not in control either. You know what I mean? So there's, yeah. And you don't really realize it until you come back to it. Like I'm sure whenever you guys go back to Instagram, you'll probably realize like, oh wow, this distraction was actually causing so much drain on Mm, my And time wasted. And I going back to what the devotional says, it's like, if you, if the grace isn't there to do it, you know what I mean? Like if the grace, if God's like, you know, I'm just going to give you grace. Like you have an hour on your phone, whatever. I don't really think that we're created to spend an hour on our phones. So it's like, if the grace isn't there, then bring it back to God or bring it, I don't know, to yourself, whatever it is that you do. Um, but really look at it and be like, I, this isn't mine to carry. I'm not supposed to carry what the weight of the world has to, has to offer on to me. It's not, it's not mine to carry. So then give it away yeah. to somebody who can carry it. And I feel like as well, um, when you're trying to break those habits or you're trying to, you know, like build better habits when it comes mm. to like time wasters, I think the biggest thing you can do and like you can read every single like um, productivity hack or like habit building hack, but honestly the best thing you can do and the only thing that has ever helped me is like to give it to God and say God I'm really struggling with this can you please like take this burden away from me and like help me to um you know come back to you yeah I think another good thing that a really practical thing that I've done is I'm I was trying to like find like a clever way to say this but I can't do it on the spot, but my, so like my phone used to be the source of distraction, but now I've used it as a tool to equip me for my day. So instead of like spending hours on Instagram, cause it's off my phone, I've downloaded all these new apps, which you all know about, cause I've spoken so highly of them, but these apps, um, emphasis, it's a beautiful, aesthetically pleasing, like time, timekeeping app, I guess. And then structured reconstruct your day. And then I have sweat my workout app. And so I've let it be this place now where I can come that's actually gonna help me you know what I mean that's actually it's actually used what it's supposed to be used well, for I'm pretty sure like I don't really know the science behind it but I'm pretty sure when you're trying to build a new habit like one of the best things you can do is like replace that habit with something yeah, better it takes so, 21 days yeah yeah mm-hmm. and like I think okay if you're gonna delete something in your life like you don't want to just delete it you want to replace it replace with something, something better. better yeah And actually, sorry, can I just share something quickly on that? So like replacing things um, with something better. I heard this quote last night and I thought it was so good. So it was, um, it basically said that sometimes God has to remove things to improve things. Mm. So I think we need to kind of um, fashion that into our own lives and look at our lives, do a, you know, a complete I like to call it a life audit, but you have to look at where you're spending your time, remove things so that you can improve it. Like, I feel like that was so powerful. So April, our cousin posted that and I loved it. That's so good. What's the next one? Either overcommitment to activities or undercommitment to activities. Practical ways that you can discern things is if you're not doing enough or if you're doing too much. And either way, I guess it'd just be like structuring your life around, do I need to say no to things, which you've done recently? I have. So um, I feel like I have a couple of things to say about this. I can probably speak to it about um, coming from a place of overactivity in this area of my life. So I tend to like overcommit to a lot of things, which is definitely kind of as much 
Well, it's as bad as undercommitting to things, mm-hmm. if you ask me. So basically um, something that's like helped me in this area of my life is I always go back to the story of Mary and Martha in the Bible. And I love this story because it always reminds me how important it is to just like stop, slow down and I always like to say sit at his feet. So basically this story, long long story short, um, Jesus goes to visit a lady named Martha and she's so busy frantically preparing for Jesus' arrival. She's like, I just imagine her to be in the kitchen, like cooking and cleaning and getting everything ready and perfect for when Jesus arrives. Meanwhile, um, her sister Mary, she's actually in the living room sitting at the feet of Jesus, just in awe in his presence and just listening to him Mm. and basically Martha says to Jesus Jesus why don't you tell my sister Mary to come and help me like I've been doing all the work surely I'm I've done a better thing for you than she has and Jesus basically says to her like no what Mary's done is actually the better thing because she's sat here in my presence just listening to me and I think that is so important and I just want to encourage everyone to that it's okay to be in Mary sometimes like you can sit and rest you don't have to be frantic um you know over committed to so many different activities so um there's a really good Rick Warren quote I forget what it is word for word but basically he says that we need to prune back even the good things in our lives so you know maybe you're on a bunch of committees or you have um you're a member of a bunch of clubs and every night of the week is filled for you and you have no time for yourself or for God, you need to realize that and you need to prune back. Um, Otherwise, everything, you know, becomes, it goes out of alignment and you're not going to have any time to actually spend with God. So I think the opposite happens as well. If your time is free, get involved more. You know what I mean? Get a part of communities, get a part of clubs. Um, But yeah, that's really good. It's like, do you want to be Mary or do you want to be a Martha? So the last one, number five is idleness. So when I say idleness, I don't mean like having idols. I mean like being lazy and slothful. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a word? Slothful? Yes. I can, I can, I read in my, I forget where we're about in the message, but I read it one time and it was like, get up, you lazy fool, a nap here, a nap there. And I was so convicted. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is literally me. I think laziness. I like stop sitting on your hands. Like <laughs> a repetitive pattern of being lazy does become a habit. You know what I mean? Like you form the habit of being lazy. So then again, going back to the practicality of things, you need to do things that will get you out of that habit of being lazy. And it's generally like, it's not healthy Mm. to live lazy. No, it's not like personally this I kind of struggle with the opposite of this. Like you I, to find- I overcommit to yeah. things and like I waste my time in, in other ways. But mm. I think um, because I personally haven't really struggled with this, it's so easy for me to see how it is such a time waster. So what, okay, you guys have probably struggled with idleness more than I have in my life. What's like the one thing that you've done to get out of it? Like oh my what gosh. would be your one tip? Can I talk about what I'm doing right now? Okay. So I felt like I was being so lazy for the longest time and I felt a difference. I saw a difference on my skin, girls. I feel like you can relate to that. I felt a difference in just my overall health. I didn't have motivation to study, didn't have motivation to do absolutely anything at all. And I was like, I need to break this. Like this sucks. Like I, I hate this. And so I went back to my roots of a routine that I always – always stick to we've talked about and studies of many times i know i know no but studies no, have but shown that like having a morning routine sets you up for the rest of your day and for me the three main things that i have to do in the morning i have to open my word i have to make pre-workout don't tell ben, but 
drinking. <laughs> I have to make free workout <laughs> and I have to sweat in any way that I can. And I've been doing that only literally for two days to break this habit of the laziness because I was sleeping in for hours and I hated it. Going to bed super late, didn't have a good routine at all. And I've, it's only been two days since I've done it and I've but never felt better. other times in your life when you've like broken a cycle by doing that as well. Yeah, heaps of times. Oh, and, and, I so back, and I look back and I think to myself, why was that time so good? Like, And it's because you were doing this. It's literally things. because I was the healthiest I had ever been in my whole life. And it was because of those routines that we always talk about on the podcast, but it's so important. So important. So maybe um, for anyone listening, we can like put out some verses um, to mm. help people, you know, like really, really bring home the points that we've made today. Because really what we've said today is all backed up in the Bible, yeah. it in is. God's word. And even if you're not a Christian, like it's another it's another thing that you can go to that you can rely on. So mm, yeah. We'd yeah. love to share. Do love you have that. some verses to share? Because I have some too. Yeah, I do. Okay, so um, – I'll just read out a couple and then I'm sure when you read them, you'll kind of figure out what points they, they relate to. But 1 Corinthians 15, 33, Proverbs 13, 20, Proverbs 4, 23. They're all amazing. I love, I love Matthew 6, 34. I love Isaiah 43, 18, verse 19. That's when it says, behold, I'm doing a new thing. It's so good. Um, I love Romans 12, verse 2. Do not be conformed to the patterns of this world. Yeah. So good. And I love Ephesians. This is so crazy. Ephesians 5, 15 to 16. It says, look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of time. So they weren't all just random verses. They actually related no, to the content they definitely of today's relate. episode. They definitely, definitely relate. So if you want to do further study, go go read them. And just get motivated to like break the routine of like, you know what I mean? Like what really the, look what at are the life. five things again that we tend to waste our time? Yeah. So just to sum up, basically the biggest time wasters that we notice anyway are people, emotions, activities, devices, and idleness. Mm-hmm. So go just write those five things down and really plan out your life and be like, what? That's actually a sick activity. Sorry to interrupt. Like literally write out those five things and then in it, write out the things that you're wasting your time in on this yeah like exactly probably like a total action item <laughs> i love action items oh <laughs> if you wanted to do them would be like yeah what page said write down those five things look at your life like literally write out like a weekly schedule how you spend your time mm-hmm. and then really like examine okay what's feeding me and what's not Mm -hmm. and then like I was talking about before you have to remove things to improve things so and do it so then you can be able to be filled up so then you can pour out and then and then with like for example the people thing you're not going to write down oh cut this person out of my life like you're not going to do that but what you could do instead like with the whole replacing thing not that you're replacing people, but you could be like, I'm actually going to get coffee with this person because I've noticed that I've actually been ignoring this person and they want to genuinely spend time with me. So let's do that. Yeah. And or that, like with your devices, put it in a different room. Or Yeah, that's right. Or use it for good. And I think um, at the end of the day, like God doesn't care about the perfection of our hearts. He cares about the direction of them. And he knows that you want to improve. So just give it to him and ask him to help you improve and he'll do it. Yeah. So probably like, okay, let's just sum up by saying three takeaways from today's episode. First one is sometimes you have to remove things to improve things. Second one is if you're going to remove something, you have to replace it with something better. And the third one is if you're struggling with wasting your time, give it to God because he is the only one who can really help you in this area.
Well, you guys, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. We really hope you enjoy it. We've summed up three things that you can take away just to remind you of what we spoke about today. So the first one is sometimes you have to remove things to improve things. The second one is if you're going to remove things, replace it with something better. And the third thing is if you're struggling with something that is wasting your time, give it to God and he will show you how to best use your time. We hope you all have a wonderful week and we'll see you guys next week.